Today's episode is brought to you by Tenacity. The Tenacity founders have a lifetime of experience in healthcare and the food service industry. And in 2016, they provided Middle Tennessee State University with a $2.5 million grant to study the hemp plant and its all-natural benefits. Tenacity's CBD plus CBDA is amazing, and it's twice as good as CBD alone. They have a full range of products that can help you find the product in the form that's right for you. They have topicals, salves, sports sticks, soft gels, gummies, and tinctures are all available. Their customer reviews are their best stories. If you have time and are interested, read their reviews on their website to see how their products are changing people's lives. Satisfaction is guaranteed. Try Tenacity products for 30 days, and if you don't love it, they will give you a full refund. Go to tenacity.com and use code ACP to get 25% off at checkout. That's T-A-N-A-S-I dot com to get 25% off your first order when you use promo code ACP. Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. In today's episode, I have seven ways to reduce everyday stress for more peace and calm. Sometimes it's not even the big stressors in life that are draining away your ability to enjoy life. We often think when we're in anxiety that it's all the big things that we have to solve, right? The big issues, the big fears. No, often it can be the little things that are dragging you down. It can be the little everyday stressors that create the large stress and anxiety that you are dealing with. You'll never experience a time in your life when everything is perfect, but having too many things wrong can seriously impede your ability to smile and relax. Allowing these little stressors to accumulate is common. We do it all the time. We think that it's so small, it doesn't need to be dealt with, I'm just going to keep going. It can seem like they're too much of a hassle, right? Those little things that we don't want to address it in the moment. So we put it off until another day. And this can be a mistake because just like anxiety and stress, we remember that it is a layering on. It isn't that one thing gets us. It's this straw on the camel's back. The last one is the one that does it. And it's not usually something big. So we want to take care of small things and these little stressors so they don't accumulate. Many of these stressors are chronic. They might be small, but we're forced to deal with them day in and day out. 
And if we could just take care of it, we could really eliminate a lot. But it's so small that we don't bother, right? We just don't bother, even though we bump into it over and over and over again. Think of the kitchen drawer that sticks, right? There's one kitchen drawer that kind of gets stuck and you deal with it day in and day out. How many times a day are you dealing with that? And it kind of irritates you and you have to jiggle it, but it's so small. You're like, I don't have time to get the screwdriver out and take care of this. But again, this is how so many things things in our life can be. We just keep going along with all of these little irritations and stresses. We can take care of these things and we don't have to deal with it and be forced to deal with it day in and day out. So I've got some little ideas for you to help you deal with these little stressors that are in your life daily. The first one is to be more organized. Reducing the clutter in your house can reduce the load on your mind. And the less you are carrying on your mind, the less chance that you will be triggered into fight or flight because you have a lighter load. You have more spaciousness in your mind. You can handle more that comes toward you. Handling the little things leaves more internal resources for handling the bigger things. This is so important to me that once I cleared out clutter, I swore I would never go there again. I know the feeling, the difference. And I'm telling you, when you can eliminate all of the clutter that is not only in your home or your living environment or your car or your office, but you are carrying it around mentally you have it there. So the more organized it can be, the less stuff that can be there. And I don't mean you have to be a minimalist and only have a hundred items in your life. Um, That's not my drill at all. But I want to tell you when you have uh, things in order, when you know where things are, you don't have to be carrying things around so much in your mind. It gives you so much more mental space. The second one I have on the list is make a list of all the things that you need to accomplish. Often these are many little things, right? These are things like the bills that need to be paid, phone calls that need to be made, appointments, oil changes for the car, making uh, dental and doctor appointments, anything that is hanging over your head, right? We're, We're always carrying them around in our head, right? So these may seem like minor things, but they weigh on us. 24 hours a day. So start taking care of these things and avoid allowing them to pile up, meaning that once you write it down, you want to make sure that you know to go back to the list of things that need to be done. Like I had this habit back a long time ago where I felt like when I wrote it down, that I had accomplished it. (laughs) Well, the reality is all I did was make a a note of it, getting it out of my mental state onto the paper. Remember to go back to your list. Make that a part of your daily habit. I have a list in my Trello that is to be done, and I have to go to that every day, and there are certain things that need to be taken care of. So get it out of your head. Don't carry it around with you 24-7. The third one is to make a list of the things in your life that annoy you. 
It may be, like I mentioned before, that a kitchen drawer might be a squeaky front door to your house or a dome light in your car that doesn't work, a wobbly chair, or the glare on the TV screen from the window when you're trying to watch television. These little things that can get on our nerves over and over create stress. Make a plan to address these issues and get them out of your life once and for all. Why struggle with these over and over each day? Today's episode is brought to you by Happy Mammoth. And you know, by supporting our sponsors, you're supporting us. So if you are interested in using Hormone Harmony by Happy Mammoth, please visit happymammoth.com and use promo code ACP for 15% off your first order. Thanks for supporting us by supporting our sponsors. If you're going through menopause, perimenopause, and you just really don't feel like yourself right now, or if you are done with menopause, but you're still feeling like you have some of the hot flashes or racing thoughts and low moods, or still having trouble with your sleep, Hormone Harmony is the thing for you. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts that are called adaptogens. I'm a big fan of herbal adaptogens because they help the body to adapt to stressors such as chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. I'm excited to give Hormone Harmony a try myself. So for a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com by using code ACP at checkout. That's happymammoth.com with code ACP. Today's episode is brought to you by the Say More Podcast. We want to recommend the Say More Podcast, where in a special series, Boston Globe columnist Shirley Leong is opening up the conversation about stress and burnout to help listeners feel less alone and inspired to get help. She connects with an array of experts like Krista Tippett, who tells us how to find meaning and stillness in modern life and shares her own journey to finding silence and moments of peace. And Emily Nagoski on the ways stress lives in the body, the social pressures that make it worse, and how meaningful the quest to releasing stress can be. Plus, Kale Newport on how to be more productive and creative in an overstimulating world. The series uses medical science, social science, and philosophy to answer deep questions about how stress works on our bodies and our minds. And you'll come away with concrete strategies to work better and live better. Listen to Say More wherever you get podcasts. And back to seven ways to reduce everyday stress. I'm on number four here for you. And that one is to avoid procrastination. Get started on things when you still have plenty of time to do them at a comfortable pace so that you can do them well. The alternative is to wait until you're under a lot of time pressure and you don't have enough time to do it the way that you would like to do it, to get it done well. I don't know about you, but I often have thought that I was 
doing well by working under pressure, like that I really could get things done. But I think that it was a stick in my life that was beating me that I didn't need. It is so much nicer to work at a pace where you have enough time to get something done in case you have a bump in the road. And believe me, when you are doing a podcast, there are often bumps in the road, something technical happens, or there was something missing. And the bumps in the road can be handled with ease when we have enough time, when I haven't procrastinated and left myself in a pinch for time. So give yourself a break and get started on things when you have plenty of time to get them done. The fifth one that I have here for you is to schedule time to relax. Well, I know relax is a loaded word here, but it is important that we leave enough time in our lives that we can actually let go. I hear so many times when I suggest to clients the 10-minute body scan meditation that we have on our website, I suggest that. It's free. Anybody can use it. They don't have to do anything but go click a couple buttons and they got it downloaded or they have the link and they say they don't have the time. They don't have the 10 minutes to do it because I ask people to do it every day. Well, if you don't have time to do a 10-minute meditation or body scan, how do you have any time to relax? It can actually take you more than 10 minutes to get relaxed. It's important to use time to do something that you find relaxing. So I want you to start scheduling this time in. Don't leave it up to leaving time, as I said earlier. Don't leave time for it. Make time for it. Schedule some time in your calendar for relaxation, for activities that you find calm and relaxing. And that's going to be different for everybody. You might want to take a nap. You might want to read a book. You might want to go for a walk in nature or listen to music that makes you smile or that makes you feel awe. Plan your relaxation time. You will benefit from this. And I hope that in this relaxation time, you will find 10 minutes a day to do the body scan, to do a meditation of your choice. Many different apps out there. We are sponsored often by the Calm app. Go try those things. Why not? Give them a whirl. There's a free option out there. Try it. Or like I said, go to our body scan on our website. It's just me talking you through with a little ocean in the background of 10 minutes of scanning your body. And on top of that, do these other things. Read a book, take a nap, go for a walk, listen to music. You deserve more than a few minutes a day to let your mind and body let go, to let them relax. And as a matter of fact, why don't you do that with me right now? Let your shoulders relax. Drop them down. Let your facial muscles relax. Take a deeper breath with a relaxed belly. And slowly exhale. That's all it takes. We did that in a matter of moments. You can do that throughout your day. And you can give yourself some scheduled relaxation time so that you can remember 
like we were talking in another show about taking in consuming. We're always consuming. We're taking in information, information, information. We have to also digest that information and then eliminate what we don't need from that information. It is no different than food intake. Take some time daily to let yourself digest. Number six I have for you is to evaluate your relationships. Think about your family and your friends, your neighbors and coworkers. Which of your relationships could use a little fine-tuning? Which relationships could use a complete overhaul? And are there some that should be completely dropped? That would not be unusual or uncommon or weird. This happens. We don't carry people with us through our lives. We don't collect them and and take everyone that we have met throughout our lives and carry them along through our lives with us. No, we have to think about these things. We have to evaluate the relationships we have with people. It doesn't have to be a negative thing. It's just part of life. Take a good look and evaluate your relationships. Number seven that I have is take a good look at your job. You know, you spend as an adult most of your waking hours during the week at your job. So it can be a major source of stress in your life. Maybe it's time to put your resume out there or to look for another position within your company that you're currently with or to completely overhaul your your business or project in your business that you have been working on. We really have to take a look at it and fine tune it. Again, we look at it. We don't just keep running it on automatic pilot. It's like, what does this mean to me? How do I feel when I'm doing this? Is there something different I could do within this project or job or career? Or do I need to change it? can be very life-enhancing to look at that and do it with some fresh eyes. Again, a great place to put your journal to work. Even if you're fortunate enough to not have any major stressors in your life at the moment, the little stressors can take their toll. Manage these chronic stressors and you'll find that the quality of your life increases. Take steps to reduce the everyday stress in your life. And one of the best ways to do just that is to have awareness of your thoughts about your circumstances. Again, it always comes back to our thoughts. I hope this show has been helpful for you, and I look forward to hearing from you. If you want to send us email, send it to anxietycoachespodcast at gmail.com. And now for today's quote. The truth is that stress doesn't come from your boss, your kids, your spouse, traffic jams, health challenges, or other circumstances. It comes from your thoughts about your circumstances. And that's from Andrew Bernstein. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com.